0: The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? Welcome to Living with Intention. I am April Wyatt, your Wellness Advocate, and I am so grateful that you're here today. During our time together, we will explore ways to connect the mind, body, and spirit to allow growth from within. And by utilizing my own intuition and experiences, I will guide you through a variety of techniques, which will assist you to bring you back to your true essence. Now I invite you to take a moment, set your intention with curiosity, opening your mind and heart to receive as you discover more about your own abilities for expansion. So hello everyone, how are you doing today, I invite you to pause here and check in with yourself to see where you are at as self-care is so important for those of you who are new to my podcast. Living with Intention was created to offer you guidance and support for your well-being. And I really like to offer a variety of topics and techniques and host professionals to provide insights to assist you on your journey in life. So today I'm very excited. I have a special guest, Shannon Myers, uh, to share with us her journey and how she has become one of the way showers of trauma-informed counseling. In a nutshell, Shannon is a somatic trauma counselor, certified rehabilitation counselor, mental health integrative medicine for mental health practitioner, and a Reiki master. She describes herself as a dual-sided and root cause focus as she serves individuals families groups organizations and systems through coaching and system change consulting in her virtual and local private practice shannon has trained tens of thousands of professionals working with clients across the world over a span of her career and is passionate about supporting educating and collaborating with inner healers and system change makers. Her goal and all the work that comes through her is to address the root causes of our mind, body, spirit, and energy for the healing of individuals and systems. I have personally had the pleasure of working with Shannon and have witnessed firsthand of her abilities to meet people where they're at and support them holistically so they can witness their own expansion of healing from the inside out. So no further ado. It's so wonderful to have Shannon here today as a fellow friend and a healer. Welcome Shannon. Thank you for being here.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: Yes. So, um, can you tell our listeners, those who aren't familiar about you know, who you are and a little bit about your journey?
1: Yeah. Um, so everything that I do is root cause focus. So mind, body, spirit, energy, and the work that I do with individuals and families is the same work that I do with systems because all traumas are systems traumas. So it's not just about pulling folks out of the river and showing them how to essentially heal themselves because all healing is Mm self-healing. It's also making sure and swimming upstream to fix and repair uh, the systems, the reasons why folks are falling in the river in the first place. And that is where I came across you and was guided to uh, have you be my elder and teacher and guide into energy healing because you and I have done the same type of systems work Um, and so that's why I knew that you were the one to show me the ways of energy and that's a little bit about me professionally personally I've always been a lifelong uh spiritual seeker and um very intuitive as a small child and could experience um What I now know to be as like collective thought forms or energy traumatic masses and families as kind of like, not disincarnate, but like entity forms. When I was a young, like I was five, four or five when I started um, picking up on that. Um, And so that is something that I've always been guided and just have a deep inner knowing as to who I am. And so it's just this spiral that keeps growing. And with uh, for me, it was deep initiations into the work of being a healer. I did not want to be a healer. I wanted to be anything but. And I also wanted to be very small at the beginning of this work. And I tried really hard um, to stay small and not to do any of this. And I got sick. I got very, very sick. Um, not only was it unresolved trauma, but it was also... I was very, uh, my ego was very unhealed and it was very much the culturally conditioned self that I had more identified with. Um, and I kept getting sicker and sicker. I had three different like health crises in my adulthood in college, in my twenties and my late twenties. Um, and then after the birth of, of my child, uh, to the point where I was near death and I was diagnosed with like 14 different health conditions, including autoimmunity, OCD, anxiety, depression, chronic fatigue, all of the things. I had 14 different disease states, including cancer, addiction. I mean, everything was happening. I would carry around like a bag of medication. And I got to the point where I couldn't walk, talk, think. And I would, didn't know if I would wake up in the morning. It was, it was that bad. And so not only did I start to change things in my external world, I started to do some deep changes internally. This starts slowly until it's very rapid until you experience kind of like a dark night of the soul, spiritual awakening, kind of a thing, you know, all of life is spiritual and it was slow until it was rapid. And there was a couple of rapid points and leaps in consciousness levels until I was guided into energy, which again, I didn't ever think I would ever be into energy work or any of this, but it was along the healing path that it came something that I, I just knew that um, was there and um, I was deeply guided um, and entrusted the energy work. And as I applied it to my life, I was de- guided into other ways of healing. So my personal crisis led to my passions, led to my experience in training. I went back to school a little bit later in life to become a counselor. And I was passionate about it. And I was trained in it, but I had not been deeply personally initiated into becoming a healer. It's that wounded healers journey. Um, and that deep, deep initiation. And I was deeply initiated uh, at all levels um, and had the personal experience of, oh, this is what childhood trauma turns into. I had been arrested. I had got cancer. I was sick mentally, physically, spiritually disconnected, uh, you name it. And so it was in that deep initiation where I, my passions, my training and my personal experience all came together for me to do the work that is coming through me now which I say coming through me because I'm not personally identified with it. I feel like I'm working for the greater good with the universe, having my back and um, I'm here um, in service of humanity.
0: Yes. Wow. Wow. That's all I have to say is, is wow. And I knew mostly of your story, uh, but I didn't realize all the illnesses Mm -hmm. that you were experiencing. So When a person, or I know you can only speak from your experience, when you were in that, I just say like, it's a trauma vortex, you know, it's like a big, deep, heavy state and all these things at that point, from my experience, it's it's the, all these things are happening to me Mm -hmm. in kind of a victim mode kind of thing. How did you kind of reroute your boat, like to Mm -hmm. help? go down the river instead of paddling so
1: hard against all these things that you were experiencing. Yeah. So it was at, there are about three different crisis points where I was deeply pulled into this trauma vortex and that's where you don't see any end in sight. Everything's happening to you very much in the victim uh, mind state and trying to just seek out anything that would resolve it. Just any quick fixes just really anything and very much identified with like everything, all of the health conditions and like, this was my life. That's actually part of the healing journey <laughs> is to, to to experience that. But it was in like the most deepest parts of the journey, the, the most profound suffering where I just, I felt like I couldn't even, I couldn't even make it through another day. I experienced a deep surrender. That's the only way. Surrender is not a trauma-informed word, but there's no other way to explain it because I just said, take me. Like, this is, I don't even, this is, I don't know what's happening here, but just, I, not even I give up. It was beyond that. It was just like, I am surrendering to this entire experience. And it was through that deep surrender. I I laid out in the patio of my house out into nature. I laid out there for like three days on a yoga mat. I just laid there and I felt everything in my body semantically, all the grief, all the anger, all the sadness, all the rage, all this unmetabolized energies coming through my body. And I just stayed there until... And I was just going through waves of panic. Um, There was just so much that was coming through me. And it was then that I, and just in the throes of like, I have no idea what is happening here. And at the same time, I'm one of the, um, I'm a professional in this field. Like I should be knowing what's happening here, but I don't know what's happening here. It was in that state where I, there was just this wave of like peace and bliss that came through in the most, uh, most profound suffering and I was on my hands and knees and I was crying and thanking life for giving this to me. And I, cause I knew, I knew that this had a reason. And I knew that on the other side of this, even though I had no idea what that looked like, that I was going to do something with my experience to help other people. And like, it was such a deep knowing that it gave me the strength to be able to take direct action. And it it became, it became a spiritual event. I, I, I said something out loud into the universe and called back a soul fragment in that moment. It was like in those three days where I said something and I brought back this part of myself that had been missing and was deeply integrating into my being. And I said, oh, I remember. <laughs> i remember
0: yes that that deep surrendering the the um acknowledgement i i think that's the invitation yeah and when you described how you were feeling all of this in your body that hadn't resonated right because from my understanding, and again, please correct me if I'm wrong or give me more insights about this. Um, you know, when we're in a traumatic experience, whether it's an everyday experience uh, continuing ongoing or an event, a big event that happens that literally literally shocks our nervous system. And we don't give our time, give time to process that, to, really work with it to understand what's happening with our mind and our body and working through that. It's more of this happened to me and I, I don't have time to feel. I don't have time to process it. I have to go back to work tomorrow. I have to still get up for my kids or, you know, whatever that is. And we don't allow to really feel it and allow that to move through us. So I love how you, you describe that on your deck and really feeling into that. Woo. I got goosebumps.
1: I mean, it's terrifying because none of our culture teaches us this. And I I just remembered, oh, we process this through our body. And I had done all of the things to avoid feeling any of it. I've tried all of the things, right? Like you name it. I, I tried that. Um, and then from there on, the somatic work increased more, and and my training and understanding of trauma through my own trauma, um, of course, because it's so different, it's so visceral than just reading about it in in a book of like, oh, you're deciding to do that. No, we with trauma, it's uncompleted self-protection responses. So our biology decides for us, force chooses for us in the moment when trauma is happening in the moment. Not even what the situation needs, but how you're going to stay alive. And so what happens repeatedly throughout your life is you get pulled back somatically. It's like a somatic imprint back into that trauma vortex. And your body just goes back and does the same thing whenever presented with anything similar or adjacent to any type of that same flavor of experience. And so we go back to that over and over and over again. And through our management tools, they could look like coping skills. Maybe it's drinking or shopping or overworking or anything, anything. None of these responses are to be villainized, but we go back to this and these responses really want to just complete themselves out, complete themselves out so we can come into our authentic yes or authentic no by way of our body being the, the compass guiding us there but none of our society does show us this and so we are stuck in the trauma vortex and so much so that we think that this is all that life has to offer there's also the counter vortex the healing vortex and this is what i show and guide um, my clients and my students into is feeling the the healing vortex and that's why i love reiki too so much is because it does provide an, an, another access and entryway into the healing vortex Another way to energetically metabolize some of these events, because I love using uh, Reiki for things like grief work, trauma work, your mental health, your physical health, um, and it gives another—it's it, such another entry point, another way to access um, our body.
0: Yes, most definitely, and and the the compass aspect of this container that we have to walk this earth holds everything for us. And that's, that's the, the beauty of it. And when you talked about having that internal compass, can you give a little bit more insight to how that works a little bit? And also kind of with the somatic responses, like
1: what would that look like? Do You want to do a body-based practice, like a five-minute yeah. practice, and maybe folks will kind of like this it's- a little bit. Yeah, everybody would love that. Let's get okay. some hands on stuff. Some hands on it. Because I, I don't want to just talk about it. I want to do it. Yeah, let's do it. And, and I loved how you started this session, even though that's not going to be part of this. It was this is, this is actually part of how to find that container, that somatic cell. So we're going to just put our feet on the ground and like push into the ground and notice that sensation between the ground and your feet. Then we're going to notice our sit bones, our seats on the seats, and in our upper body. With trauma, and especially in our society, our upper and our lower body becomes disjointed. Not only our head and our bodies, but our upper and lower halves become offline. So this is just a reminder to feel your upper and lower self together. And however you may notice that, that maybe by noticing you have a core, And by sitting up a little bit uh, taller and noticing how that feels together, now we're going to add our side body. We shrink. We shrink to try to fit ourselves into this world. So this is an invitation to take up space and expand into your side body. Symbolically, our side body uh, is represented by, and you can bring this to your mind's eye, is those that support you here and now. Maybe it's animals, pets, friends or family member, your elders, your teachers. Maybe it's a philosophical figure that you feel very are drawn to. We're just going to notice what it is like to notice our side body. Now we're going to notice our back body. So we're going to notice the backs of our legs, our seat on the seat, our lower back, our upper back, the back of our neck, the back of our head. As we notice this, you can bring to your mind's eye all of your ancestors. If that doesn't feel supportive to you, you can bring to your awareness all healed ancestors who have your back, everyone who came before you, so you could be here now. Now we're going to notice her front body, the front of her legs, the front of her belly, her chest, her throat, her face. Symbolically. The front of our body represents all who will come after us, all of those who we serve, their kin, the next sunset, the next rainbow, everything that will come after, all of the generations that will inherit this earth. We're going to put all of these parts of ourselves together into a somatic self container. So we're going to put our feet back on the ground and notice that our seat on the seat, and we're going to put that together with our side body. We're going to put all that together with our back body. And we're going to put all that together with our front body. And just notice when you put that all together. Reiki Masters, you may notice a channel of energy coming down to your crown. (laughs) Notice that there and notice the other channel that brings you down into the earth. It is a loop that goes around. Notice your somatic self, feet on the ground, see in the seat, side body, back body, front body, all together. This is your somatic self. This is your container. This is another place to go to when you get pulled into the, the trauma vortex. This is your healing vortex. Now, we're going we're gonna to actually dip our toe in here. We're going to do a little bit of nervous system retraining since we have this opportunity We're gonna dip ourselves into that channel, that centerline channel, everything that we hold and protect. So we're gonna notice our belly, our chest, our throat, our brain. It's gonna be a little bit busier there. This is part of your trauma vortex. These are also parts of yourselves that you get pulled into when you're stressed and traumatized. There's more here. Just notice a little bit more there. Your brain's going to get a little busier. Your biology's going to be busier. And guess what? Your somatic self can hold that within. So we're going to put our feet back on the floor. Seat on the seat. Expand to the side. Bring that together with your back body, your front body. All together to hold what you hold and protect so near and dear within. We're going to safely contain that energy. Our biology our somatic self we're just going to come back to the room maybe you come back to sounds maybe you come back to something living like if you can look out the window in nature maybe you come back to something blue or green You come back out about 50 feet out and come back out to about 20 feet out noticing sounds in your house wherever you're at. Come back out to 10 feet out. What's in the immediate room that you're in? What sounds are right here. We're going to come back out to an arm's length. What's here? Landing on something that feels more supportive. We're going to come back to each other. Oh,
0: that was beautiful, Shannon. And when you describe the side body and the front and the back, I mean, it really pulled everything in for me. I can only speak for me. And I love the aspect, of course, of ancestors or supportive figures or what have you, because they too are part of us. You know, they're part of our DNA. They, they're literally with us all the time. And we forget we're so fragmented out here. And so focused on what's happening over there. What's this person doing over there? What's that person said, you know, these are all outside of ourselves that we cannot control. So I love how you had our body. Like I felt like I'm like right here, my body, (laughs) not that I wasn't before, but it was just like, yes. Like this big whole body, yes, like I've arrived, I'm here.
1: Your spirit's there. That's that's the home for your, your spirit, you're reassociated instead of dissociated then.
0: Can you talk about more of your integrative counseling? What does that involve? Because you are at the cutting edge of that right now. And it's so fascinating. And I just would love for you to share a little bit about that.
1: Yeah, so uh, all counselors uh, will decide on specializing in, in different things, and sometimes counselors their specialty is being a master generalist, and so that's kind of what we see, especially in Iowa and locally, are a lot of master generalists, and that's a lot of counselors in rural areas are just master generalists. You know, they they're general counselors and specializing in the human condition basically. Uh, I'm someone who specializes in root cause and holistic, natural uh, treatments of mental health and physical health conditions and trauma. And so it is not only the most ancient practices of ancestral medicine um, that include things like psychedelic integration, um, sound, energy, work, things that we've had for thousands of years, since the beginning of time, music, movement, water, nutrition, food, but also the latest and most advanced. Uh, So you can think of it like also like functional medicine or naturopathic medicine. Um, So for example, I treat all mental health conditions naturally with uh, um, nutrition, uh, somatics, uh, vitamins, and essential amino acids. And what is that? had green tea. So green tea has L-theanine in it. L-theanine is an essential amino acids. Um, we get essential amino acids from food. Um, they're natural vitamins. And so I treat all mental health conditions, all of them, every single one of them. Yes. Even that one with supplements, with vitamins. And I work a lot with um, functional medicine doctors and naturopathic doctors um to get to the root cause, because sometimes it's an environmental trauma, like mold, Lyme, breast implant illness, undiagnosed thyroid disease, hormonal uh, conditions, um, and those types of things. Um, so I look at things very, very differently, not as like, oh, you have anxiety. I want to know why. Anxiety is the symptom. Anxiety is the symptom. And a lot of the root cause is trauma, but sometimes it's not. And sometimes it's trauma and and so I'm looking at what is what is the root cause of this. And um, our environment is sick. Our environment is traumatized. And so um, there's a lot of environmental conditions and and things that uh, are getting into people's biology um, and causing imbalances. And so I'm very curious about why someone's system is imbalanced and helping them to become more imbalanced in, in or in balance together um in finding out what the root cause is behind that and i look at that in a very different way um it, it, the way that i look at it doesn't really it doesn't pathologize anyone um and it is very hopeful a lot of people are really empowered by this um because i'm essentially with all the methods that i'm doing i'm teaching someone how to heal themselves I'm teaching them to get this blood lab done. This is what you're looking for. Oh, did you know iron is very low in ADHD? Have you had your iron levels? Have you had your vitamin D levels? Have you had your thyroid looked at? What what numbers are that at? Um, and looking at food. So there's about 20 different holistic and integrative things that I look at, which are not only the most ancient, but the most innovative. Because I will go into someone's genetics um, and look at their genetic expression, and help them get genetic panels done or things like that. So, I also take um, I, I, I. It's most cutting edge because we don't wait for integrative medicine. There's about 400 doctors, psychiatrists, and counselors in the U.S. that um, are double board certified, like I am. And I don't wait for the medical model to take 17 years to validate that something is true. If a new study comes about um, the, the, the people that practice the way that I do, we're sharing that information and we're able to, in real time, be able to change practices. I'm not waiting 17 years to like, oh, has this been validated? No, this, the research just came out. Like we're on it, we're doing it. And some of them, some of us have been doing this stuff for years because there's evidence there already. So it's, it is highly evidence-based, um, but it's just not widely, um, practice but that doesn't mean that it can't be universalized so that's part of my mission here is try to universalize trauma-informed integrated medicine for mental health so that it can be part of our medical model because that's part of true informed consent is when you go to your provider and they're like here are some options here and then here are the other options as well there are a lot of refugees in where I live and a lot of individuals that just aren't the medical model isn't, isn't culturally appropriate for them (laughs) where they would rather use uh, psychedelics uh, or something or natural, natural medicines. And that's culturally appropriate for them. And so I practice cultural competency and to honor the whole person that I'm serving rather than just, Oh, here's the medical model. This is what you get.
0: Oh, yes. It's so important to, again, you meet the person where they're at on all aspects Mm-hmm. And the culture and all of that combined—I mean, that makes up us. Uh, and I want to go back to in the very beginning. As you're sharing all that, I'm big about the collective consciousness. That I say with through these podcasts that we're creating the stone soup of collective consciousness, and it can't exist anywhere else. And so as you are connecting with individuals and groups and being part of the, this leading edge uh, type of counseling therapy approach, um, you are creating a new collective consciousness and you're building off of that. So it's so beautiful to um, witness that and, and to just know that it's real. It, this is true Mm-hmm. And, you know, again, I invite people to have an open mind and be curious uh, because we don't know everything <laughs> our minds say, well, how can that be? And, and, you know, just kind of poo it or what have you, because we don't have the information. We haven't had the experiences ourselves. So it's more about just being open and asking questions and just really knowing that you don't know you don't know until you have that experience. So thank you for, for sharing all of that and, and, uh, opening that up for that, the collective consciousness and building off of that because it's so important. Yeah. And I mean, in your young years, cause you're younger than me, so I can say that, you have done so much and such a little time, like you said, that quickening or that awakening happened so fast for you, which is beautiful and just learning to trust. Yeah. So how can people connect with you if, if they have more questions or, or things have really resonated with them and they would like to, um, just test the waters with you. What are, what's your contact information? They can
1: find me on my website, theintegrativecounselor.com. I also have social media platforms on Instagram. It's the Integrative Counselor and on Facebook, it's the Integrative Counselor. That's also my email address, theintegrativecounselor at gmail.com. Perfect. Yes. And any
0: last nuggets for um, our listeners today?
1: Yeah. Our universe works on intention. And it works on um, free will. And so I want everyone to consider the possibility that all healing is self-healing. Even if it comes through someone who is called a healer, it is still you connecting with with the intention of healing. That is you, your higher self, your soul healing yourself. And it's only coming through a person. And it's still your healing. I think a lot of times it's misunderstood. um, And there's a lot of gatekeepers too. There's a lot of uh, folks that are still running off the paradigm of competition and secrecy and things like that. But there's another way than just knowing that when you decide to heal, you are still healing yourself, even though if that's coming through another person, you're still self-healing.
0: Yes, perfectly said. It, it's all within us and through us um, on so many different levels. And it's just as you shared in your experience, that acknowledgement, that surrender offers that invitation so that the universe or whomever your higher power you believe in, and I've said this on numerous times on my podcast, it's not just one way it's whomever you connect with and just allow and trust in the process because you don't know until you have that experience and it's the experiences that get you to the next experience and and the next and um, it might be a little messy sometimes or you might wonder what the heck am i doing you know that kind of thing But having that trust and knowing that there's something here, there's something to learn, to experience, to heal, and knowing that you're right where you need to be. Yeah. Well, wonderful. Thank you so much for being with us here today, Shannon. And I look forward to hosting you again once your book is released and we can explore more with you.
1: Thank you. Thanks for having me.
0: I so appreciate your time today as right here, right now, together, we are forming a new stone soup of collective consciousness and your essence is needed to add to the amazing vibration we just experienced. Please remember that you can always review any of these podcasts and receive that same energy you experienced here because you are part of that of the energy of the connection that we are creating here. If you would like to reach out with any questions or want to know more information about my services, please visit my website at livingwithintention.co or follow me on Facebook or Instagram at livingwithintention.co. Also, you can download the free app of mindbodyspirit.fm. And listen anytime, anywhere via Spotify, Google, and Apple to have access to all my podcasts, as well as the other amazing speakers who are part of the mindbodyspirit.fm community. Be well, my friends, and keep shining your light and sharing your truth. And I look forward to connecting with you again soon.